Welcome to episode 23 of Viper Recruit Spotlight. I'm your host, Wack. Joining along, alongside just Jackson today, uh, Ashton was feeling a little under the weather uh, while recording this, so he will not be on. Uh, and he's going to be gone for a few weeks, going to go on vacation um, starting next week. Uh, we will have an interview from him uh, next week's show. It's supposed to be this week's, but kind of have a surprise interview for this week, which um, we'll, we'll get to here in a minute. Uh, before we do all that, got to bring in my man Jackson. Jackson, how you doing today, man? You know, I'm doing great. We had a, I was on a beach vacation from Saturday to Monday, flew back yesterday for the Houston Citywide photo shoot, and it was a ball of fun. Uh, we're going to have a great day two on Thursday, heading out to Willis today. So just a great time here in Houston with uh, football photo shoots and photo shoots going on and a busy week in recruitment as well. Yeah, I mean, it's a busy time right now with uh, with Vibe. I mean, we got the photo shoots this week. we got coaches school coming up this weekend. Uh, you know, summer's supposed to be the time where everyone can relax, but not here at Vibe. We're just nonstop going. Let's get to some of the recruiting news. Not a lot. It's, it's been kind of quiet. for. The, I mean, stuff's always happening, right? But when you talk about kind of big news, um, it's overall pretty pretty quiet this week, I feel like, personally. Um, we do have Austin Novosad getting that offer from, from Notre Dame. He is committed to Baylor, but, you know, it kind of makes you think, could could there be the chance maybe he, he, he gets a commit from a school maybe he's maybe wanted to go to. But, you know, I'm going to stick with – I'm going to stick with – he's going to stick with Baylor. We'll see what happens. I mean, Baylor's kind of up and up when you really look at it. We'll see how this whole re, re, kind of realignment, when you, when you talk about the college landscape, does that maybe affect where he goes? Is he trying to get to – a school where you know you kind of feel like you know the new Pac-12, Big um, Big Twelve kind of thing. Are they going to be as kind of prominent once you know the SEC and the Big Ten kind of take over college football? That's all left to be seen. Um, still, still about a year or so away away from all that kind of and how that plays out. Um, also, um, Jane Greathouse. By the time this show comes out, you know he will probably have committed. Um, or will be committing um, uh, his commitment date is set for the fifteenth. We're recording this, uh, you know, two days early. Where do you think he goes? I think it's kind of down to, to Oklahoma and Notre Dame. If you you were probably to, to you know twist my arm a little bit, Jackson, where do you think he goes? You know, earlier last week I had said Oklahoma. Then I had seen a lot of things that were saying Notre Dame. I I think it is between those two schools. I think when you really look at it, though. Uh, he could have the chance of playing with a guy like Jaquez Petaway from Langham Creek, who's one of these top wide receivers in the state and in the country, uh, to line up next to that guy and then have uh, Denton Guy quarterback Jackson Arnold throw the ball to you. I think it's hard not to go to Oklahoma, but Notre Dame's putting together a great class right now. We've already seen Micah Bell from Kincaid commit to Notre Dame, uh, one just one Texas kid that's committed in the past two weeks. So, I think that you see Jaden, uh, I believe, will be uh, in Notre Dame at Notre Dame, committing to Notre Dame. But uh, don't be shocked if Oklahoma is able to kind of woo him back into the mix and uh, get him to added to this already great class Oklahoma has been putting together. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll always kind of be there. I get that. I think Texas kind of missed the ball on getting on not getting him when he was in their backyard. But I mean. Their wide receiver class is looking pretty good anyway, so I'm not going to complain too much. 
but I'm going to complain a little because I, I I love Jane Greathouse. I think he would have been a, a big time get for the University of Texas. Turn it over to you now. Um, I know you have a couple of recruiting notes just to kind of pass along. What you got for us this week, Jackson? Yeah, the biggest thing this week, uh, yesterday while we were at our photo shoot, I got the chance to go live with uh, class of 2023 outside four-star outside linebacker Brad Spence uh, from Klein Forest. Brad uh, decided to make his commitment yesterday. Uh, his commitment was between Texas, Arkansas, and Cal. Uh, he committed to Arkansas. Great talking with him after his commitment. Uh, really humble guy and really great uh, fit for Arkansas as they run a 3-4. He's a guy who wants to be able to play the outside linebacker position, but then also come off the edge. That's exactly what Arkansas does with their outside linebacker. So this is a beautiful fit for Brad, and I think he'll uh, excel there a lot. Uh, looking forward to seeing him play at the next level at Arkansas, but also looking forward to seeing him play with this Klein Forest team next uh, fall. So great pickup by Arkansas as he's one of the top uh, outside linebackers in the state. And look at that graphic on the screen. Mm, who made that graphic? <laughs> Congratulations to, to Brad uh, on the commitment to Arkansas. Uh, picked Arkansas over Texas and Cal, so uh, good pickup for for the Razorbacks there. Um, I guess I guess kind of the last thing we can talk about before we move on to our interview, and it, and it has a lot to do with our interview, is, uh, is is Jackson Arnold. I mean, he is our interview this week. Uh, Jackson, you were able to lock that up, uh, and we we had an interview lined up for Ashton, but we we pushed that to next week because this is like. We can't pass up the chance to, to get an interview in from, from, from Jackson Arnold. I mean, he wins Elite 11. He's committed to Oklahoma. Um, came up just short of, uh, last year against Westlake. Um, I mean, if you if you would have told me going in uh, to that championship game last year that didn't Geyer, you know, w- would have done what they did in that first half against Westlake. I mean, me and Will, we were we were uh, doing that, that live stream with it, and we were just both stunned. Um, of course, Westlake came back and won that game, but – um, he's kind of on top of the world looking to maybe try and go out on top in his, in his high school career. What more can you say about, uh, Jackson Arnold Jackson? Besides the fact that, besides the fact that he has such, such a wonderful name, right, Jackson? Per- perfect first name, but talking, uh, a couple things I'll say before we jump to the interview is just, he's a real humble guy. Uh, he's a kid that gets it, gets what the game's about. Um, he's a real team oriented guy. He's not a guy who focuses on himself. Uh, he wants his team to do well and he's willing to do whatever it is, uh, to get there. I mean, this is a kid who got thrown into a state championship game his freshman year after, uh, A&M signee and now A&M quarterback Eli Stowers tore his ACL. So, uh, he's a guy who's played at the highest level at the earliest level you can play in. Uh, he's a guy that, obviously uh, is very kind of underlooked, I guess, when you look around the country and you see all these other guys getting these five-star ratings and getting kind of these higher-ranked uh, positions. But, I mean, he went out and won Elite 11 against these guys. Uh, I think he is one of the top quarterbacks in the country, and I think he will definitely see a significant boost in his rankings and stuff. But uh, great interview, and uh, why don't we just jump to that right now? Hey, well, let's not delay it any longer, Jackson. Like you said, let's go ahead and jump to that interview with Jackson Arnold right now. Thanks, Josh. Well, we got a very special guest this week on the show. Uh, Denton Geyer, quarterback, uh, one of the top Texas high school quarterbacks in the country, uh, Elite 11 finals MVP, 
OU commit, Jackson Arnold. Jackson, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing good, man. Let's start it off right there. You won the Elite 11 Finals MVP. What's that mean to you to win such a prestigious camp? Not all of these guys get invited. Obviously, only 11 of y'all get invited. What was it like uh, to win that and compete against all these top quarterbacks? Uh, it, it was really awesome. You know, it was a it was a great experience, you know, going – actually going to L.A. I've never been to California before, so going to L.A. in itself was really cool. And, and like you said, going to prestigious competition like that, like it's one of a kind. Like, you know, there's no other competition like that. So, you know, going to a place like that where previous, you know, Super Bowl winners, previous MVPs, highs of winners, it was just really awesome you know, to go out to compete and actually win the MVP. Thing for you, but it's also big, I think, for uh, Texas high school quarterbacks as we see uh, all these other recruits are getting a lot of attention from out of state. But it was nice to see a guy from Texas win. Um, let's now go to your commitment. You committed to OU, um, which at the time OU was kind of still in their coaching change. What was it like for you to kind of start off committing to OU, getting to know Coach Venables, Coach Levy, and then now starting to build that class with a lot of elite talent? Yeah, it was awesome uh, first meeting those coaches. And I, I obviously knew like before that at Ole Miss. That's why we grew such a great connection. Almost been talking for a year before at that point. And I was super high on Coach Levy at Ole Miss. And then he uh, got the call from Venables to go to OU, went to OU and had me come up and visit. You know, I went up and met the whole coaching staff, met Coach V, talked to him in his office for like an hour. Fantastic talk, had me want to run through a brick wall after that. And I just knew that was the spot where I wanted to be. And, you know, I jumped in uh, really early. I think I was the second commit, or I was first under Venables, but I know I was like one of the like only three commits ahead of that time. And, you know, recruiting was kind of slow for us at first, but, you know, I knew like when July hit and all the recruits started seeing, you know, these coaches' true colors, how they are, how they treat the kids and everything, I knew people were going to start jumping in. And, you know, with my help and with Josh's help and everyone that's jumped in uh, along the uh, along the ride, that's really helped us build a really strong recruiting class to this point. Yeah, yeah we're looking forward to see how the recruiting class builds. But let's now go on to last season. So we'll start off at the very beginning of your career. Eli Stowers goes down, and you get brought into the state championship game. What is that like as a freshman going into that game and you're going up against, I believe it was Westlake, correct me if I'm wrong. It was Westlake, yeah. So you're going up against Klubnik, uh, a young Klubnik, but a Cade Klubnik that was already one of the top quarterbacks in the country. What was that like for you as a freshman? Uh, it, it was awful. Um, <laughs> to put it short, it was really bad. It was, um, I was thrown into a bad situation. I'm not using that as an excuse, but it was a bad situation. You know, no, uh, I really har I hardly had any reps in practice all week just because the coaches were giving the ones the reps, and I completely get that. You know, the, the ones are going to be the guys playing, but in case somebody does go down, you know, it kind of, I mean, kind of hurt yourself at that point. But um, yeah, in the game, it was hard. You know, the Westlake team was really good. Uh, obviously, their coach, their DC, you know, found a way to stop us early, knowing that they had a young quarterback like me in. And, you know, it was overall a really bad game, but I kind of took that as a great learning experience for me, especially coming into the next year, you know, not being as nervous before games because, you know, I've played at the highest level to this point where, you know, I can. And just using that as like a, as like a uh, I don't know, a game to kind of propel my game and kind of help me grind even farther and kind of help me become the, the player and the person I am today. So. Yeah, man, you get that experience then. Then you get a little rematch against them your junior year. Y'all had a great run in the playoffs. 
uh, get to play them in the state championship game. Obviously, it doesn't go the way y'all want to go. But, I mean, you've been in two state championship games now in three years of your high school career. Obviously, uh, looking forward to trying to make a fourth trip or a third trip for yourself and win it. What was – what were some things you're going to take away from last season that were positives and what are things that you've been working on the off season and things that you're looking forward to for next season? Yeah, the things um, I think off the field that I'll definitely bring in next year is the kind of the leadership role that our seniors had last year. We had guys like Mark Von Pope, but uh, with the pit, um, BJ was running back with Texas A&M Commerce, people like that who were true leaders on our team and kind of helped us be a, a player led team with our coach, our strength and conditioning coach loves to call it. And, you can see that is evident in uh, Georgia last year, actually. They were obviously a player like a team, and, you know, they won the entire thing. So I think taking the um, the senior leadership from last year, from last year and I was, I was a leader last year, just not into that role as the seniors were because it was their last year and everything. They're older, uh, more veteran players. But taking that leadership I learned from last year and applying it this year will definitely help us in the long run. For sure, man. And we're, we're excited to see Denton Geyer make another run, try to get that state championship ring this year. Now, as we kind of – we're going to switch gears, ask a fun question, and then ask one more to wrap it up. But uh, obviously, NIL has become such a big thing in college football now. Uh, there are lots of brands. Kids want to try to rep. Uh, restaurants, they want to try to get a deal with. Once you get to OU, what's kind of maybe an NIL deal that you would love to have, whether it's a candy or it's a restaurant, if it's a car? What, what would be your dream NIL if you had a choice? Oh, my top NIL deal for sure, other than maybe like a, a car or something, that'd be pretty cool. But I think my top deal should definitely be Chipotle. Okay. No doubt. Yeah. That'd be a good one. You can go get yourself a burrito bowl anytime you want, man. So last question I really got for you, Jackson, and then uh, I'll send you on your way. But you're going into your senior year. You've already left quite a legacy at Denton Geyer. But now is the last year you can leave anything. Uh, you leave your mark on the school. What are your goals for next season, number one? And number two, uh, after next season, once you get to OU, what's kind of the message to OU fans that what they're going to get out of you? Um, I really have two goals for this year, and none of them are uh, um, statistic-specific. Um, one of them is to obviously just do better than last year. And that means, like, touchdowns and yards and everything. I don't have a certain number that I'm reaching for, just playing better than I did last year. And uh, secondly, should most importantly, winning state. That's always been our goal, and I think um, we have a good shot this year. And I think this year could finally be the year that we, we go and win it. And uh, for OU fans, I think they're going to – I want them to expect me to compete immediately when I get in the gates and not back down from competition, not be scared. Y'all heard it here first, man. Jackson Arnold and Denton Geyer ready to make another state run. Uh, Jackson, thank you for hopping on the show. We appreciate it a lot. Looking forward to getting to talk to you a lot more this year. And uh, good luck to you at OU. Sir, thank you. Jackson, once again with the clutch interview. I mean, talk about dedication. Jackson on his way to see a movie, and and uh, Jackson Arnold's like, "Hey man, you got time?" And Jackson's like, "Yeah, I got time." Doing the interview from the back seat of his car. I mean, talk about dedication right there. Uh, but hey, great interview as always, Jackson. Thank you. <laughs> with that being said, let us jump to our last segment of the show. That's our under the radar segment where we take a look. As some of these athletes we consider are under the radar for one reason or another. Hey, there could be, you know, a big-time athlete that's just not getting the love from as many D1 schools as we think they should be. 
or they're just a recruit that we can see the skill on the field and you know we feel like they have that potential to be getting some of these D1 offers that they're not or even D2 sometimes right so they're just athletes we feel are being under the radar for for who they are as an athlete that being said Jackson who is your under the radar athlete for this week yeah, my under-the-radar athlete this week is Tracy James II from Cy Ranch High School. He's a class of 2024 wide receiver. Uh, he's about six foot 170, has a 3.8 GPA, plays varsity football and runs varsity track at Cy Ranch. Uh, he's a guy that I got DM'd about from Fury 7-on-7. Uh, he's a kid I've, I've been able to watch a couple times this season uh, or last fall and also in the spring. He's a quick guy can play in the slot, but also can play outside if he needs to. Uh, it's got great ball skills, great uh, I, great football IQ, runs the right routes, gets open. Uh, he's a guy I expect to start blowing up as Cy Ranch has started to see a lot of their guys uh, kind of blow up late. So I expect Tracy to be one of these next guys. Um, you can already see in the film, he's just a big playmaking guy. Uh, I expect that to translate into next season for him to have a big junior year and also just uh, – Show everyone why he is one of these top wide receivers in the state. So watch out for this kid next year uh, as he's due for a big junior year. And don't don't expect these offers to start holding back anytime soon. I expect them to roll in real quick. My underrated this week is going to be Jacob Pitzer of Conroe. Brought up his his teammate last, you know, a couple of weeks back, and so have you, matter of fact. Um, but you know what? Uh, Williams can't get open without – <laughs> without Pitzer blocking, right? So Pitzer, he's a, his right tackle, comes in at 6'2", 270 pounds. Let me tell you something. One of the things I liked, what I really liked is his ability to get off the ball. Um, something that you will probably see um, while we cycle through these huddle clips here is just how quickly he can get off the ball. There's one play in particular where it looks like he basically gets to the center on a pull by the time everyone's taking their first step. You love you you love the quickness like, like that. You know you're going to be able to set yourself up in the passing game. You know you're going to be able to get downfield in the blocking game with that kind of quickness when he's asked to pull. So definitely love that speed there. Um, you know, he's also got that spill that skill at both run and pass. When you, when you watch these clips, you'll see, um, he's, he's pretty solid in both respects. He can run block. He can pass block. He'd love to see it. He, he, he faces some decent competition as well. Obviously coming in, uh, playing at Conroe in, in the Houston where we know, you know, football, um, is kind of, you know, when you look at football and, and how good it is, it's Houston and it's kind of DFW, right? You get some Austin and San Antonio from time to time as well. Can't leave out Westlake. And, and Lake Travis and such, but, you know, he's going to face that tough competition. So, and he, he does well in, in that respect. Um, and he competed well at the uh, FBU camp uh, that happened just recently as well. I think he got, uh, you know, got some recognitions there as well. So my under the radar for this week is Jacob Pitzer. If you or someone, you know, um, wants to be featured on this, all you got to do is DM us, send us an email, send us a text, whatever it needs to be. Hey, if you're at if you're at the photo shoot coming up on on Thursday, well, then we have passed, so I can't really say say it now because it's not a live, it's not a live show. But if you're ever at a photo shoot, right, and you feel like you've been under recruited, let us know. We will cover you on our show. That's how we found out about you know Pitzer and, and Jackson's under the radar, right? People let us know about these athletes. We go and look into them, and we're going to cover them for you because that's what we like to do. We like to give these athletes the spotlight that they're not getting because they're under the radar, quote unquote gonna be our show today jackson a little bit shorter show but we have one less person so that's going to be kind of how it is for the next two weeks so as always i like to leave the show with some shout outs so jackson who are you shouting out 
Well, I'm going to shout out uh, Matt and Josh and uh, everyone else here in Houston. Uh, it was a great time at the Vibe football photo shoot on Tuesday. I'm sure Thursday is going to be fantastic as well. And uh, just shout out to you, Josh. You've been killing it with uh, some major big-time commitment edits uh, and also just uh, another great show, episode 23 down, and uh, looking forward to more. Yeah, I won't, I won't spoil who or, or where, but uh, the, the, one of the graphics that's coming out at the end of this month, it might be the one, the, my, my favorite one, the one I've, I, I like the most out of all of them I've made. So, hey, you know, shameless plug. If you want some commitment graphics or offers graphics made, let us know. I, I make those uh, for you guys. So hit us up and let us know. We got those graphics covered for you. I'm going to shout out the, the uh, Texas High School Coaches Association Conference coming up uh, uh, Sunday through Tuesday coming up. I'll be there. I know a couple of our other coworkers will be there. Hey, if you see us there, give us a, give us say hi. Let us know if, let us know if an athlete that you want you want covered, and we'll do that. So uh, I know I'll be there. I think uh, Derek, uh, one of our coworkers, will be there, and Merle, the broadcast director, will be there as well. But if you see me, give me a holler. We'll, we'll you know let, let's let's talk. So that being said. I'm Weck, that's Jackson, and we'll see you at the games.